Hi, this is Reese Roper, and you're listening to our newest podcast ever. Hey, everybody, this is Andrew and John, and we love this podcast because it's about us. Welcome to Magnified Pod, the second season, our newest podcast ever. And the next 10 callers get a lifetime supply of mayonnaise tacos. I'm Andrew. I'm John. This is our podcast. And uh, we are back after last week's monumental episode. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think we'll ever be the same. No, a, a... one for the history books, mm-hmm. our Steve Kravak interview, and I don't know. I just after that that interview and and talking to people about it, uh, I I was just feeling extra grateful and mm. uh, appreciative of 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 Steve and and the time and you know we didn't really talk about it on the podcast um, after the fact or anything, but. You know, we were having some technical difficulties before the podcast started and, mm-hmm. um, and you know, kind of up until the moment we were starting to record, we weren't sure. I wasn't sure if we were going to be able to make it work. Right. And he went out of his way to like drive someplace where he could get a, a cell phone signal yeah. and then like sat in his car for like yeah. an hour and a half. <laughs> like in a gas station parking lot. Yeah. What and and I was just like, man, he just went out of his way to just to talk to us. And he was so kind and generous and willing to talk about whatever. So yeah. um, just, you know, forever have a place in my heart for that dude. So totally. thanks again to, to Steve Gravack. And yes. I hope everybody has since gone out to check out his uh, Stephen Bradley album, Summer Bliss and Autumn Tears on Porterhouse Records. Yep. Um, if you want so, to get him back on the pod, you know what to do. Just yep. hit that hashtag, get Kravak back. <laughs> it's sweeping the nation. <laughs> they asked about it at the Democratic debate last night. That's true. <laughs> um, I think it was, uh, was it Lester Holt? Was, I, uh-huh. I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't watch the, I don't remember. Was it Lester Holt that was, yeah, uh, yeah I was like, <laughs> was like, oh, this next question is for Senator Sanders. <laughs> the terrible Lester Holt. I don't know. It was fine. <laughs> it's like, what let's see, p- <laughs> deep voice. That's the best right, I can yeah. do. What is your plan to hashtag get Kravak back? <laughs> my, we plan, need, my plan, is the, the top one-tenth of one percent of podcasts need to get Kravak back. <laughs> Oh man! Every time we do something else, I'm like, "What a weird niche we've carved <laughs> out for ourselves in the world." Uh, who? I, it's 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 where I'm most comfortable, to be honest. If there are other people doing Bernie Sanders' impression about Steve Kravak, I'd really <laughs> like to get to know them. <laughs> yeah, they would be. They, that's we would be instant friends. The people who who uh, do do Bernie Sanders impressions and uh-huh. <laughs> uh, are and love Steve Kravak. I just want to be part of that. Um, yes, please. That Venn diagram of people. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, today we're going to be. It's going to be a little bit of a different episode because we're talking about uh, cheeses of Nazareth. <laughs> yes, and uh, there's uh, 142 songs on the record. <laughs> yeah. Songs in quotation marks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, burn notice. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but also fair and accurate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we we decided that we're going to forego um, the five and a game this week for a couple reasons. One, because Cheeses is a 2003 record, but so is uh, The End is Near, which we're right. going to be covering next week and we're going to be returning to our regularly regularly scheduled format and program and we will have uh be covering 2003 in our five and um get back to the the a game as well uh, i just figured we had discussed basically like this is going to be if this goes long because of <laughs> uh because of how many songs there are just like this is would be like a six hour episode so yeah um maybe we'll get there one day one of these days yeah um so speaking of we uh we have some voicemails and mm-hmm. um <laughs> and one that i didn't put on here was it was from a couple weeks ago danny stairs had complained that we we were so close to <laughs> another doing, three hour. <laughs> to a, doing a three hour episode, <laughs> yeah. And he just why didn't we just bullshit for another two minutes? <laughs> mm. And I mean, he's not he's not wrong, but <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. If, if somebody if somebody had made it to two hours and fifty eight minutes, <laughs> those extra wow. those extra two minutes probably wouldn't have killed anybody but i think we had them in there we did and we definitely like, did I, let's try and get this I, <laughs> yeah my yeah my so when it comes when it comes to editing i've seen some people be like you know bros there 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 is editing software you can <laughs> you, you can you know cut this down uh-huh. but i feel like i feel like you know the people who've been with us for a long time know that this is you know, conversational format of a podcast is its own kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not we're not obviously going for brevity. We're not going for uh, anything scripted. And if it were scripted, I don't know. I, I personally don't think I could ever do anything a podcast that was scripted. It just would feel inauthentic to me as a mm-hmm. as the person who strives for authenticity. Like I I really want to be in a moment and just be open to riffing and and just and whatever whatever comes up so yeah um and i'm glad that i'm glad we've been on that we've been on that journey together hey man so uh to all the haters out there <laughs> what keep, you, sipping, uh, keep sipping that haterade what do you what kind of haterade are you sipping on tonight um i don't know but it's blue Okay. I was asking about uh, uh, drinks. That was oh. a poor transition. <laughs> yeah. uh, in hindsight, oh, I you just cracked open something over there. I did. What you got? got? A little uh, black IPA from Pipeworks Brewing in Chicago. Um, Pipeworks is an outstanding brewery for those yeah. Yeah. who hadn't listened to our uh, MXPX season. We talked about a number of Chicago breweries. Pipeworks is kind of known for um, really cool uh, labels and mm-hmm. um, great IPAs. Um, they have, they have a, I actually just recently had uh, on tap at a kind of a divey bar in Minneapolis. They, they had some Lizard King. Cool. So that's, that's one of my jams from Pipeworks. But I'm currently 
drinking, um, I'm drinking Trader Joe's Highland Single Malt Scotch Whiskey, rum cask finish, double maturation. All right. Um, so here's, I'm going to say this about Trader Joe's and, um, uh, a former and future podcast, Brian Nelson Phelan, my brother, we, mm-hmm. we have been known to polish shops and bottles of Trader Joe's scotch. They, I don't know where good. they, I don't know where they source their scotch from, like who the, who their private label provider yeah. is for scotch, but, uh, the price is right. And yeah. the, the product is, is solid. Right. And so a rum cask, uh, Highland single malt is, it's got a sweetness to it that I was, uh, that I was not expecting. So mm-hmm. I'm in it's, this one is smoother than, than like, um, than a lot of scotches, but sure. I'm into it. Yeah. I've seen their liquor and been intrigued, mm-hmm. but you know, I don't want to roll the dice without, without knowing what I'm getting, but now I kind of am tempted to. So you're, you're, I mean, I, the, the booze, the Trader Joe's brand booze that I've had, I've been yeah. quite happy with, especially their right. scotches. So right. Trader, Trader Joe's, Joe's um, pod <laughs> at gmail.com. Yep, send yep. us that spawn con. We, we'll be happy. Um, so speaking of people sending us stuff, uh-huh. um, Danny stairs has, uh, so have you heard of him? Have you heard of Danny Stairs? Uh, the aforementioned, yes. Yeah. Indeed. Okay. You. Yeah. So here we go. Here you see. He's hey guys, your boy Danny Stairs. Just called to say that um, I would be really excited if you guys got that PO box because I can imagine I would come up with some very interesting things to send you guys. So I strongly encourage it. Magpie for life. That's very true. I don't doubt that he would do that. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like. I feel like. Uh, it, it, it would be not dissimilar to to the fact that Danny Stairs is the one leaving ninety five percent of the voicemails, <laughs> and yeah. he would send us a hundred percent of the stuff to our PO box. I mean, shout out to the custom made T shirts he gave yep. us. Yep. Um, other things that I'm forgetting now, <laughs> but you know, yeah, he he uh, times that we've hung out with Danny Stairs, he has come. Bearing, bearing gifts. gifts yeah generous is, guy he's a very generous guy he's a very sweet guy the first time we met he <laughs> gave uh he gave me a uh an mx i think it was an mxpx vinyl right, slip, right. slip mat for my turntable yes that he wrote y'all blow on <laughs> y'all blow yeah <laughs> he was walking us to his car the first time we met him and we were both like are we, is this where we get murdered? <laughs> but um, fortunately, the rest is friendship history. So Right. Well, actually, what happened is we walked to his car and we drank some bourbon <laughs> True. Out, out of a flask. Yep. And then he gave, us, uh, gave the, me the slip mat and he had us sign like a printed <laughs> yeah. copy of the MagPod logo yeah, to add great. to the, uh, his... Wall of MXPX adjacent mm-hmm. uh, paraphernalia. So, um, so that's that's the history, the the oral history of <laughs> our friendship with Danny Stairs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so, but speaking of Danny's, uh, here's another Danny, and well, it is Danny throwing Danny under the bus. I just said <laughs> Danny like forty seven times here. Hey guys, your boy Danny Stairs. Um, 
I was really surprised this episode ended because we didn't hear seven advertisements from Danny Leary for his podcast, <laughs> which I will not advertise in my voicemail, but I couldn't even tell this thing was over. We should have had several of those by now. Uh, what's going on over there? The time was super short. You guys need to get it together over there. Back off for life. Mm, fair. Yep. yep. Just <laughs> the, the, the battle of the Dannys continues. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he does, he, he, we have, let me actually, you know, before I go back to Danny stairs, cause there are, there's more, let's <laughs> have a fir- first time, long time. Yeah. Um, and this relates back to, uh, an episode of John Potter's pod fodder. Okay. Where you were talking about almost getting murdered by a pimp. <laughs> yes. <laughs> go check out that episode. If you <laughs> want to know more, <laughs> um, was that a, I think that was Boogaloo, right? Oh, Boogaloo, yeah. Yeah. Um, so your friend and mine. Hey, Andrew and John. This is Mark Hackinson. Just calling <laughs> because I spent the last few years regretting that John and I weren't closer friends in college, but now I'm actually feeling guilty about it. I was at the U2 concert. My friend Danny C. had a band. Could have brought John home. He would have been perfectly safe. So I'm just feeling bad today. John, let's be better friends. <laughs> I accept. Um, yeah, Mark went to college with us and was actually uh, my RA uh, my sophomore year. Oh, interesting. So, you know, if, if the concert would have happened by that point, I'm sure he would have safely hooked me up with the appropriate uh, transportation, but you know, it was so early on that I didn't really know anybody yet. And, um, right. I appreciate it, Mark. I, I know you would have gotten me home safely. <laughs> yeah. Mark is, um, good buddy of mine. He's, um, I've known, I've known him, have been friends with him since about 2003 mm-hmm. and St. Paul resident. Um, so yep. John, just yet another reason. No. All I'm saying is I'm saying, just saying. One day. One what are these days? Yep. Um, so Danny Stairs has a thought about our Kravak interview. Morning, guys. Your boy Danny Stairs uh, enjoying this uh, talk with my boy Steve Kravak. Um, I just had a question. Um, he said something about you guys did your research. Like, what the fuck? When did you guys start doing that? It's weird. <laughs> I, I'm not sure if I like it. Uh, just give the podcast a real professional feel that I just – not used to makes me a little uncomfortable. Two of motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm, um, glad, I'm glad he brought that one back. Yeah, always in rotation. Yeah, um, the 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 throwback to uh, to <laughs> Arthur. Yeah. Wow. What a weird yeah. history. Um, yeah. Yeah. We, uh, you know, I could, I promise we'll never slip up and do research again. You know, we'll be back to normal uh, when we're back to our usual episodes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if there's, if there was one episode that I was going to do significant research on, it was going to be the, <laughs> the Kravak one. I love I that was, you knew like the name of his high school. <laughs> like you really had I, 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 facts ready to go. I wanted to, I wanted to be the Sean Evans of the podcast <laughs> for just one minute. Just Did have, you see that news about the hot wings uh, game show? Yeah. It's weird, right? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, It's on true TV, I think. Okay. I mean, um, good for him, but like, I don't know. I don't know when, when something jumps the shark, you know, like, right, right. you know, like when um, Jimmy Fallon did the, 
the lip sync battles on his show. And then that like uh-huh. became, that its, became own. its own thing. Yeah. And it's just like, uh, I, I don't, I, it just seems like it's trying a little too hard, but let's be real. Like how much would you love to kind of be on that? <laughs> I mean, obviously I, mean, well, obvi- I assume we'll be on as celebrities eventually um, <laughs> for sure. Um, but... We'll be, we'll be on hot ones as the guests, you know, we'll be, we'll be, he'll be like, you know, this uh, famously known for their deep dives into the Christian music scene. <laughs> yes. Oh man. I'm sure he loves it. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, you Sean, know, Sean Evans, to, uh, huge five iron fan. Huge. Get him on the pod. Mm. We, uh, yeah, I'm sure that, uh, you know, he, like I'm tempted to be like, this will compromise the integrity of the normal hot ones. But you know, as we've talked about, I'm the kind of guy who needs reminders about um, not uh, saying that people that we like have sold out, but instead right. cheering their success. So, you know, get that money. I don't care. Right. Who cares? I don't need to be a gatekeeper about this. No, it's, I'm, I'm happy that Sean Evans is, is getting yeah. that dollar. That's right. Good for him. Okay. So Danny stairs has, <laughs> I think this might be one of the last ones. <laughs> my lost, your boy Danny stairs. Um, just listening finally <clears throat> seven hours into the podcast when you start talking about the album. Um, and it looks like there's not really that much podcast left. So I'm a little disappointed that you guys couldn't spread it out longer. Um, anyways, um, you talk about free ex-girlfriend. You guys seem confused about the line about genetical testing. Something has gone wrong. She should get back in her cage. What do you basically, the way I always understood it, since you guys don't seem to get it, is that, He's saying this girl is so perfect, she couldn't have been like a natural. This couldn't be a natural uh, test. Someone had to have built this in a lab because there's no way that someone so perfect uh, could ever uh, just have occurred naturally. So it's the same way you guys felt when you first met me. That's not for life. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. I should have come to that conclusion. I mean, it, I, it does. It does make. Uh, it does make more sense with that that interpretation i it just uh yeah the whole get back in your cage thing just like (laughs) a little weird (laughs) yeah a little strange but whatever um noted noted well we got some uh feedback about top three songs for google that's right um we uh we asked folks uh, to share their top three um from Fiverr and Frenzy 2, Electric Boogaloo. Uh, over on Instagram, Irish Rover said, number one, you can't handle this. Number two, farsighted. Number three, far, far away. Uh, oh, boy. Extra Neos Vapor. Sorry if I'm not getting that right. Said, number one, farsighted. Number two, juggernaut. Number three, eulogy. And our boy, David Blado, goes by B. Levinson. Uh, farsighted, plan B, you can't handle this. So that's... Two farsighted at number one, one farsighted at number two, and I had farsighted as my number one, and you were kind of surprised by that. So maybe you're the odd man out here. Uh, I'm. I'm not saying that it's not a <laughs> it's not a good song. It's just I. But also, uh, David had uh, Plan B in his. That's true. In his top three, so my, probably my number four. Yeah, so well, giving me shit for, but I'm also vindicated. I'm just saying, I, uh, you were like, oh, interesting. That first, and I was like, yeah, obviously it's my number one. And then I was like, wait, do other people think that? So it is interesting to see that others, yeah, may share that take. Yeah, uh, David also 
slid into our DMs um, with some additional thoughts about Boogaloo. Um, I will read some excerpts. He said, Pre-X <laughs> was always an epic opening track for me. Fast Punk with Five Iron Horn Lines. Yes, please. Um, Far, Far Away, I remember, was the first track I heard off the album because it was played on Christian radio before it was released. Um, my number three, You Can't Handle This, was always one of my favorites. Just so catchy and a great anthem. I uh, love the harmonies and Micah's guitar solos. Um, Plan B is my number two. Blue Mix was a close runner-up for my top three. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Eulogy is a great closing song, nice opening horn line. So he had thoughts all over. I think, I mean, I would say consensus, uh, at least among feedback and stuff we've seen to hear, is that like people are, are pretty pretty into this album overall, which we are too. Yeah. It's the same way I think I felt about um, going from before everything and after mm-hmm. to panic yeah, and this going from all the hype to this, it's just like, oh man, you, you really turned it around. Yeah. It's, uh, it's hard to compare things to panic because panic is so wonderful. <laughs> it is. That's true. It I, is but similar, I'm, just, I'm just saying yes, in the sense yes. that like a kind of divisive album followed yes. up by like an album that people are like, Oh, sure. you kind of a more of a return to form, so Definitely. to speak. Um, but speaking of uh, David. our boy David Robledo, he also slid into our email hey. because we ask people and have been consistently asking people, <laughs> yes, uh, to send us your old ska band tracks, yeah. And he's been communicating with us for a long time. I mean, he's he's yeah. also an OG Magpod listener and and then he's like oh and i I also have a a a ska band and i'm like where has this been (laughs) Uh this all this time it just casually be like oh by the way i have this ska band (laughs) called and this is perfect (laughs) for this this album exactly um the band is called ska mikazi perfect and the, the name of one of their eps is big gulp which is, which is also really great. Uh, it, it's kind of got this, uh, I think it's kind of going with this Godzilla style uh, cover with a, a big gulp coming over the horizon and a woman screaming. I'm into it. Uh, so you should, people should check out skamikazehc.bandcamp.com. Let's check out the, the first track, Red Skirt by Skamikaze. Cause I don't think I ever, ever go get a girl like you 
This is dope. It is dope. This he, is great. He played Man After Your Own Heart, played that bass, sung them backup folks. That's right. That's how it's done. That's how it's done. And so he, he sent us a little information about, uh, about his band. But one of the highlights is they played at 924 Gilman Street. Hey, that sounds like a famous place. <laughs> it, it is. In style. <laughs> It's it's a big it's a big deal, yeah. So they started back in two thousand eight, um, but they they played on bills with Mustard Plug, Big D and the uh, Big D and the Kids Table, Fishbone, Voodoo Glow Skulls. Pretty good. I mean, Pretty good. He played with Bomb the Music Industry. Cool. I mean, yeah, legit. So yeah. I think it's time for a Kamikaze reunion. This All is right. great. This this has got that kind of has like a like like a slackers vibe. Yeah, I'm I'm feeling this. Um, so next next season, uh, Pod Mikazi, we're <laughs> yes, gonna be please. <laughs> gonna be I think uh, Five Iron, we're throwing down the gauntlet. Please have Skamikazi reunited, open for you. Yeah, that would be. That would be this can happen. Make it happen. I think yeah, Skamikazi needs to open up for for a Five Iron show somewhere. Yes, yeah. it's, it's it's destined to happen. These guys are uh, this is legit good. These yep. are uh, talented dudes. I think it's interesting too that kind of to um, Danny Leary's point about like not really realizing that mid two thousands was not actually a hot time for Scott. <laughs> um, right, right. That these guys got going in like two thousand eight. He said, right. So this yeah. is only like ten years ago. So right. Interesting. Let's uh, let's get. Let's ride this fourth wave momentum and uh, get reunited here, guys. Yep, get it, get you know maybe get Skamikaze on at uh, on back to the beach. Yeah, please. I mean, I think that's that seems doable. Um, we they should also make uh, it out there at some point, though. Oh uh, yeah, we should. Oh, we should pod live from uh, back to the beach at some point. Oh god, it'd be so great. <laughs> um, I was going to say, oh yeah, if if people have other secret uh, punk and ska recordings that they've been involved with, please send them our way. We want to listen to them. Yeah, uh, for even real. if you're not like, as good as Kamikaze, which you probably aren't, but um, <laughs> also if you are, we'd like to hear that. Yeah, look, I have played my terrible music on this pod, <laughs> <laughs> so everybody, uh, send us your send us your old ska or punk bands or whatever send us your ska version of flesh flesh marks flesh wounds <laughs> flesh, marks flesh, on marks, my heart. flesh marks on my heart yeah please send us your ska <laughs> versions of that please please don't please don't oh man I yeah that's what that uh, that song was really missing was kind of that was it was the, the upstrokes uh-huh. <laughs> yeah that that song really needed some upstrokes and some 
and oh some more some more horns <laughs> should yes. i should i go back to some some of my old um my old songs and try and scoffy them oh man what a great idea that's hey, that sounds so like a patreon tier <laughs> check this out uh you can't really see but brian nelson feeling calling right now oh hey, Br- brian yeah uh john and yeah. i <laughs> john and i are potting right now so you're, so we're uh, you're. This it's almost like you're guest guest starring on the pod once again. Uh, this sounds like probably me coming in on a phone call right now. It's probably really great audio for for you and your listeners. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, you've have you heard some of the voicemails Danny Stairs leaves? It's true. Uh, well, Half, half those you shouldn't even play on there. <laughs> <laughs> Danny stares, you got <laughs> bus so toss. Is he like calling from like drinking water in like a subway tunnel somewhere? Just... You're not you're not wrong. Uh but anyway, so calling calling uh live from the Millennium Falcon, are you? Uh, I was in the Millennium Falcon earlier today, yes. Ooh, actually, you should tell us a little bit about this. <laughs> yeah. I got done, got done with the Rise of the Resist- Resistance not that long ago. Man. And, uh, Man. So, and... that review. Yeah, we need that review. So, how... Uh, how- the, the entire Star Wars area of uh, Hollywood Studios at Disney World is amazing. And uh, the Rise of the Resistance is the single greatest uh uh ride experience i've ever had in my life it's unbelievable oh man so i gotta go i'm super jealous there's my brief review and the millennium falcon's great too and you and you uh purchased me a plushy salacious crumb as promised I did, I did not buy the salacious crumb. Ugh. I thought it was not quite. They didn't have a plushy one. They just had the one that I texted you the picture of of him on my shoulder. The rope. Yeah. Was it the robotic one? It's, so it's got like this, like no, it's got a cord that dangles down with a little thing that you like push a couple buttons and its head kind of awesome. moves and its mouth opens. No, I, I don't. I I want I want a plushy style salacious crumb that i can cuddle that's i think this is a missed opportunity lucasfilms yeah. i will take one pork Disney. as well please <laughs> yeah can you can you just send the us john down uh, for a pork john needs a porg um <laughs> well there were porgs everywhere that's so, so <laughs> there are porgs everywhere everywhere and there are no salacious crumbs this is well, th- no they had a very well articulated salacious crumb that, uh, that sounds awesome. I'll take a Watto. Uh, any Wattos? <laughs> John wants to know if you have any Wattos. <laughs> you know what? I think there was a Watto. There was like a stuffy Watto. <laughs> yes, please. There's a, there, there's a stuffed Watto and no salacious crumb. Uh, I'm a stuffed Watto. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What about uh, any, any, any Yaddles? Yeah. Poor Yaddle. <laughs> um, Tough rap. Oh man. All right. Well um, this is a great segment. I love it. I love this. This is this is we'll 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 just file this under John Potter's pod fodder. Yeah. And 
and um, but this is I'm 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 really jealous, and I look forward to um, returning there um, next year. Oh yeah, no, we it's uh, yeah, you know, we'll talk more. It was amazing. So, awesome. But I'll I'll let you guys go back to covering whatever you're covering now. <laughs> this is I guarantee you. I know you are like a theme park podcast, right? Right. Well, this is um going to be better than what we're actually going to be listening to in a little bit. So we're covering cheeses of Nazareth. So we'll just put it that way. Oh, gotcha. Well, enjoy. Thanks. I'll talk to you later. (laughs) Bye. Oh man. What a great segment. Yep. Um, Um, So Disney, feel free to send us some SponCon and all the uh, waddles and, uh, Or, or not, or not waddles. Yaddles and waddles. <laughs> Yaddles and waddles and, and, and salacious crumbs. Um, if a ska band ever plays at the theme park for some reason, uh, we should also uh, pod live from there. So, I feel like that would. I feel like that would um, probably cost money. I imagine they're like they're if if anybody's like filming or recording or something. I imagine there'd be like security guards coming in and be like, hey. I suppose that's true. Who do you think is uh, your life partner over here? <laughs> hey, what are you? What, what is this over here? Doing a doing a uh, third wave ska podcast over here? <laughs> Who do you think is playing in that in that canteen though? I mean, um, any ska bands in there? Maybe. Well, I mean, it's sort of it. It, it wasn't too far off in my in my opinion from like a like a two tone style. Like that's <laughs> well, true. It could it could have been. Yeah, um, or well, maybe it was sort of more of like a jazzy big band. I don't know. I really think they should have the Cantina band playing ska uh, occasionally at the Disney theme parks if they're not. So <laughs> Disney, hit me up for more good ideas. Yeah, John has John has all of them, yep. and anyway, <laughs> was Brian just calling to talk about? being there <laughs> or I have do you no think idea actually, okay doesn't I matter <laughs> i didn't give him any chance to. <laughs> that's the best yeah i was like yeah you're you're on the pod and um, oh boy all right well anyway <laughs> is that the end of segment one for us here I, I guess so uh i don't i don't know if we have any other bullshit that we want to waste time talking about um, until the next segment Oh, because hey. of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to, I don't want to be like too harsh, but no, it's, it's a fun time. It's a, it's a fun hang. There we'll are all some, do it together. There, I mean, there are some times where I'm like, your patience is tested. <laughs> yes. Very, very like there's, so there are some songs that are like four seconds that and like, like <laughs> and then there's some songs that are like this this should have been four seconds <laughs> yeah yeah and oh, it, it drags on for minutes <laughs> yeah we don't probably need to hear all of um you know what's the, uh, the, uh, the singing telegram yes, exactly i was oh looking for god. the name of it <laughs> oh my god <laughs> we'll get there we'll get there yeah all right so uh when we come back we will talk about the (laughs) b-sides and (laughs) demos album 2003 cheeses of nazareth
back. Yeah. And it's about to get cheesy. You know, I like <laughs> I like at the very least that they in addition to the outstanding pun. Yes. Uh I like that they're acknowledging that very upfront that this is <laughs> there's a lot of cheese going into this and it's it's winky and I'm not going to fault I'm not going to fault them for that but uh I just I I wonder like over cuz I don't I don't actually have any so here we go Danny stairs uh for you know just for you a lack of research uh, I don't have <laughs> a hard copy of this record mm-hmm. I, no. I found out a fair amount about where most of the songs came from. Okay, great. Um, thank you for doing doing See, your job. I mean, I <laughs> don't do any research, so I don't know why I just made that joke. Right. I don't know. Let <laughs> <laughs> go okay. back to the whatever. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. So, Good yeah, content. this. Yeah, it's. Uh, I imagine there's so much of this that's fucking around in the studio. Yeah, like uh, I kind of wonder how much of it is them just like going over parts of songs again and then reese just like making up vocals on top of them on the spot or whatever um right or or just while they're tuning or whatever but yeah i don't uh so i mean so this came out in april 2003 Uh it was executive produced again by frank tate engineered and mixed and mastered by masaki lu i did not buy this one (laughs) in fact i never heard it until this week (laughs) oh wow did you um, I had not heard uh, a lot of these until okay. um, like we started pod stuff. Yeah, I think okay. I, I think I've had this. I think I've had this somewhere in my archives for a little bit. Okay, but I didn't go out of my way to. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I've heard I had heard Kamikaze somewhere, okay. um, but not Skamikaze. Not Skamikaze. Uh, the uh, fourth wave ska band sweeping the nation yeah i i mean this was for sale when i was working at the christian bookstore in college so i remember like stocking it on the shelves and being like should i get this and then just kind of being like i don't think i need to (laughs) um but it wasn't until i listened to it this week that i realized like oh there's really like three songs on this <laughs> and then like some live stuff and then just like a bunch of silly small songs. Um, and one of the three songs we already have heard a version of. Um, so I think I thought it was a lot more B-sides. Um, and in actuality, it's a lot of, I mean, I guess it's like 10 sort of legit songs in terms of like being demos or other versions. And then it's like, 20 something silly tracks yeah Um, yeah and and the demo tracks are interesting it 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 really reaffirms like uh (laughs) how uh, how much i appreciate the album versions yeah for sure um i would say there's one song i genuinely enjoy (laughs) um and we'll get there interesting um there's a lot of curiosities and a lot of funny stuff. Right. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I'm grateful to this record for my number one song, which we'll get to, uh, if for nothing else, because I do really like that one. So we'll get there. 
All right, I'm I'm interested because <laughs> it's not that obvious for you. Well, I have um, my one and two are are switchable to me. Okay, okay. But yeah, uh, if, <laughs> I, think I, I know had, what you're talking about. I, I had a hard time determining. Okay, but I, uh, we should also say quickly, this was in fact uh, released to being number twenty-two on Billboard's Contemporary Christian Chart, <laughs> which is just people were <laughs> clamoring. For, it's so funny, like that in two thousand three, kind of as, after ska had started to significantly fade, uh-huh. that the. <laughs> that this charted uh Uh, it was also number 17 on the heat seekers chart so that's really funny both of those are pretty incredible i don't know if it was just like people buying it right when it came out (laughs) Um, i don't i don't know i don't know um but especially considering how 2003 was a remarkable year for music Mm, we'll get to that Uh, we'll get to that next next week. week because I love if if nothing else, what the five has done for me mm-hmm. is I have been doing a deep dive on a lot of the records that were important to me and listening over to those records and being like yeah. and finding that those records that I really cared about in those years really still hold up and I really, really yeah. still enjoy them. Yeah, totally. I I agree. It's been fun. All right. Should we um Let's do this. Should we? Let's go to Nazareth. <laughs> Kamikaze. I'm going in. Like a kamikaze. Kazi, yeah. it's my number one. Okay, it's my number two. Yeah. Um, okay. Like I, yeah, I don't know. I, I do like this song, um, but it is nowhere near how much I like my number one. Um, yeah, it's uh, what I really like uh, about this song is the. It's a great riff. I really like. Yeah. I really like the drums in it too. Yeah. And it's they keep it interesting with the kind of shifting. Um, yeah. I think that's what I don't like so much. You, about oh, it. you don't like it. Okay. It just feels a little, by the time they're good to like the third key change Yeah, in like the second part of the chorus, I'm just like, right. this feels a little all over the place, but I like that it's kind of going for it. Right. Um, yeah. And, and I like the, Dennis 
vocals. The backup. Yeah, which I'm assuming yeah. is Dennis. Yeah, um, I think you're right. But yeah, I think it. I think it, I think Dennis and Reese's um, vocals work well together. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I bet you can guess which album sessions this song came from. <laughs> um, I mean, this is from Boogaloo. Yeah, hundred percent. So this was yeah, a B side. Because I think this was a yeah. They they released this on a okay an album a seven inches like yeah like a, a single or something. Here we go. Hey, uh, this is Reese Roper, your friend. Uh, I just want to tell you that uh, on this CD that you have, there is uh, one song from our album that you'll really love and a song that we actually cut from our album. We had, It was a tough decision. We had 15 songs, and we cut it down uh, to make it good album length. But it's a good song, and uh, it's special because we cut it, and it's not on the real album. So listen to it, and... I hope you like us still. And the <laughs> album comes out November 20th. I forgot to say that before. And you can buy it at the store. I'm a poet, and I don't know it. <laughs> uh, that's really interesting. Yeah, so this is from... Yeah, these are some tracks that I got from uh, from Jason, from uh, Shadow Producer, from yes. Unoriginal Vinyl. He sent me some... <laughs> some tracks of nice. Reese and uh, this was in regards to Kamikaze, even though he didn't say the name of the, the song anywhere <laughs> right, right, right. in that description. Uh, I guess but, at the time it was like the only new, new song. So maybe it was obvious or something, but maybe, maybe what I was going to kind of say was like, um, it definitely has that Boogaloo vibe, which I like. Um, but I, I was going to say, I feel like there's a reason it didn't end up on the album. Um, but maybe the reason was just that they felt like it was too long and it was one that they didn't need as much rather than just being like, obviously didn't make the cut, but I don't know. I like uh, aspects of it for sure. It, it does feel a little all over the place to me in the way that that stretch of a couple of albums can sometimes. Um, but I really like the way that the horns intersect with the hard guitars, um, yeah. like the vocals, like you were saying. Um, the lyrics are interesting. It kind of seems to be like a decrying being sort of lukewarm. Yeah. Um, that, just like that is a, um, the a theme. consistent theme. Yes, the theme for on, sure. this, on this record. It, it is. And this is presented in a less um, frustrating way than some of the other <laughs> songs that have those themes. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. He has that line it's a little disconcerting signing up for eternity, which is like kind of an interesting acknowledgement of like, I don't know, the hard to wrap your head around aspect of sort of like committing to a, a faith belief or something. Um, yeah. So I guess I could see it's sort of like, you know, it's disconcerting. So I'm not going to go all in and he's saying you should go all for it. But I, Again, I do kind of like, even when he's he's taking a position on something, he's always one to sort of bring up the questions that can surround it. So it's there's kind of a combination of themes, and then the uh, one being not being lukewarm because he says, "Right, I've wasted years on fences," and right. the whole the whole kamikaze and going in like a flaming arrow kind of thing. But then there's also just some 
skepticism and, and like, just like he, I've been open to persuasion, wanting someone to take the lead yeah, and, uh, being slow to commit. Uh, and there's, and there are, there are good reasons for why people don't, right. Um, throw themselves in entirely to their faith. It's, yeah. um, so I, I, I like those omissions. It's very much, uh, classic Reese. Yeah. Doing the, the finger pointing at himself yeah. as much as it is at anybody else. I always yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. Um, and that sort of combined condemning the lukewarm with another theme, uh, will come up again in just a couple songs. So yeah. Anyway, it's right, an interesting well, one. Yeah. Let's move on to a song we thought we've heard before. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Well, lately I've been thinking. What? About some good home cooking uh-huh. Just like I haven't eaten In the longest time now, I like potato chips Now please don't get me wrong But I haven't tasted Mama's rhubarb pie In so very long Rhubarb pie In the summer Rhubarb pie Made by my mother Nothing better in the winter than rhubarb pie After dinner, Twinkies may be better than a hole in the sweater So rhubarb pie <laughs> So um, weird <laughs> Yes, the, I think I said last week that this is the, um, the 19, the original 1985 Back to the Future um, timeline and then the dark right. timeline where, where where Reese and Christy break up uh, is, yes. right, is right. ugly day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is my number three. Interesting. Okay. okay. I okay. thought we. Mm, yeah. Okay. See, so yeah, whatever. Full disclosure: the first three tracks are the songs that I consider the real three songs on this album. Okay. Um, so, and it's kind of my number three by default because. Ugly Day is not my favorite, um, so this isn't it was my, in my favorite top three either. For, I know, yeah. and I, I don't dislike it. It's just um, it's never really been one of my go-to jams. Although, as I've said, I love that bridge with the dun 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 dun. dun. Whoa, I yeah. love that very yeah. much. So right. there's a lot I like about it, and actually, weirdly. While I definitely prefer Ugly Day, this kind of makes more sense. <laughs> like the vibe of kind of Dennis singing and the silliness of it, yeah. the way he's singing it sort of matches better with the whole sound of the song, in my opinion. So, um, I mean, the music is exactly the same, right? Like, I don't think it it's is. a different track or anything. No. So, um, it's just weird. Again, we've talked about this, but that it was just like grafted onto there. Um, I, I, uh, it's kind of like, not far away from the sort of like it's not unusual vibe <laughs> of like just kind of like swinging and kind of like croony singing and yeah you know, feels very uh, all the hype era yeah I, I i enjoy it i find myself singing along to it but i don't know it, i it's not enough for me on this on there, there are some other more standout tracks to me okay i can't wait 
like uh, the Thea, Thea, and the <laughs> in the singing <laughs> telegram. Singing telegram. I don't know why I can't remember that. Number one. I mean, that is my number one with a bullet. Fascinating. <laughs> You're not into it? Fascinating. <laughs> um, please tell me. I'm so surprised you're not into it. I, I'm not. No, I didn't say I'm not into it. Sure, I, but not super into it like I am. No, I'm not super into it like you are. It's. Uh, I'll just say that one of my notes is that it reminds me quite a bit of of misunderstanding from teenage politics okay you know it, it's just like uh it's in god's book but he don't want to look kind of kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, situation yeah. and sure. again about being he was never hot or cold just boring and lukewarm you know <laughs> i mean yeah i'm thinking mainly from a musical point of view um but i just like I love the like once they get into the chorus and the da 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 da. It's just like it's a great, ir- it's a great irresistible to me. Yeah, it's a great horn line. It's the song that feels the most like the era of Five Iron that I love the most, which is the nineties. Um, it could have it could have been on our newest album ever. I think it was from that era. So it's from the Brad is Dead seven inch, which came out in ninety eight, um, which would have been, you know, presumably right after newest album ever. And that's my favorite album of theirs. And this feels very at home in that milieu to me. Yeah. Um, I'm just mostly disappointed that it's not about Marty McFly. <laughs> yeah. Whoever this Marty is pretty harsh for Reese. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, yeah, I, it's another kind of condemning the lukewarm song, like we were saying. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I do feel like it's kind of a mishmash of like, the lukewarm thing with just sort of um you know subcultures or punk like not conforming um 
the like not conforming aspect of that subculture being an identity that you can conform to, you know, sort of like the cool enough but for you. It's almost, vibe. I know, but it, at the same way, it's like, man, what do you, you're, you know, you're not, it's almost like you're not conforming to the, the thing I want you to conform to. Yeah, yeah. I, th- which I mean, kind of, which is, I think, what is kind of the tone of the song that rubs me the wrong way. Sure. I don't. I don't. My favorite kind of Reese song is not the one where yes, he's right. getting a little judgy. Yes, and it does feel harsher than usual um, for him. I also think it's kind of like a straw man. You know, like I'm not sure if this is a real thing that he's had to like struggle with so much as like assuming people like that exist. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I do think it's interesting, you know, so this guy, Marty can't commit to anything, whatever he's hitchhiking. Cause he drives his car into a quarry. Cause why not? Um, but this preacher picks him up and the lyrics say, he asks him, uh, there's two kinds of people that I've met. Those who ask the questions and those who don't ask questions yet. Um, and you know, and the joke in the song is like, which one are you? And he's like, I don't know what's the question. But like, I think that's interesting that like this the preacher that shows up in the song is the one who's like, you're either asking questions now or you aren't, but will be eventually. And again, I just sort of like appreciate that approach to it. And I think that's kind of tying in, if maybe not the lukewarm thing, then at least like a robust worldview should be one where you are sort of like questioning and probing and Yeah, um, but that's not but that's not the point of the song because <laughs> sure. if the song were about um, asking questions, then Reese wouldn't be so concerned yeah, with sure. answers. And yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think you're right. I just, it's yeah. a, it, it's a curiosity. It's an interesting yeah. song, but I just can't. I mean, the that earlier sound is just like such a relief <laughs> for me to hear, um, and that like wacky bass line feels kind of like flowery song like that vibe um and i just am such a sucker for that so yeah i don't know i i share your reservations but i cannot uh resist the song yeah. so this is the um, one that i was saying i'm really actually grateful to cheeses coming into my life because i yeah. this is a a new uh fave for me yeah you know it it it's these songs like this song and other five iron songs that seem to be um, hung up on the idea of, because he says when this world runs out of answers, would you even know, does the truth have any bearing on which way you go? Right. And, and so the, like there's an absolute truth. Right. And this reminds me, and I've probably said this quote on the podcast a hundred thousand times by, by Anne Lamott, the opposite of faith is not doubt, but certainty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she has totally. the quote. Her quote continues: "Certainty is missing the point entirely. Faith includes noticing the mess, the emptiness, and discomfort, and letting it be there until some light returns." So, I feel yeah. like if the song were somebody trying to ask the questions to to get to the light, versus mm. you know, just ask the questions so you can get to the conclusion <laughs> I want you to get to faster. Yeah, 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 sure. You know, it's just like that's. Just like we can't, we're, and this was my experience with faith is that people hate resting in discomfort. Mm, They hate not being able, they hate being, they hate saying, I don't know. Right. And just like this, being able to like shrug and say, I don't know, or uh, it's just like, it's, it's a liberating experience. And I just, 
and having more questions and answers is the place I like to be. Yeah, no, I, I think that's all totally fair. I guess I was like being generous in my read that it was kind of about, um, you know, if you don't stand for something, do you stand for anything? Like just the idea of like the value of sort of being tethered to having um, a worldview that you commit to and act from. But again, that's kind of like, a straw man thing a little bit. Cause I'm like, yeah. are there really a lot of people out there who are just like, Oh, care whatever, man. <laughs> like <laughs> maybe, but I think most people are, I think, I mean, those awful. are, those are the people that are in those, uh, like pure flicks movies, like the God's not <laughs> yeah. dead movies. Right. right. The, like, they're not they're a real ver- person. The version of like an atheist that like, there's like five of those people that exist. Right. Yeah. What's the line where it's like, um, he's cliched. It sounds a little cliched and stupid, but then so is he or something. I was like, dang, that's, that's pretty harsh Reese. Um, yeah, it may be stupid and cliche, but that's because he was. <laughs> yeah. Um, Burn. yeah, I think, but again, that's kind of going after like, if you're sort of like rebelling, but you're not actually rebelling against something or like for a certain cause than like you're just another cliche which that's yeah, kind we, of a punk aspect of it we that I... we talked about um i think we talked about this on on one episode about i think you had mentioned about these sort of like vague unity songs i think we were talking about that on all the hype right right, right. Yeah. you know just like what are we so what are we unifying uh for like what's um what what's the (laughs) you know what's the message here it's like are we just but but my counter to that was op ivy nothing wrong with another unity song unity unity (laughs) Um, heard it all before yeah Um, speaking of kamikaze oh wait that's uh the impossibles do you remember the impossibles (laughs) man where (laughs) the impossible strike me as a very op ivy um uh, outgrowth anyway that's we're not talking about those bands nope nope um we're only three songs into this <laughs> oh boy good thing we cut that other stuff out. <laughs> all right let's let's move on to a song that uh we love but, we? <laughs> but not here okay this is a new song it's called fistful of sand no fucking clue what he's saying <laughs> um i don't so, know if this was like they had the music right. and reese had like maybe 
yes 20% of the lyrics down I but think like that's correct <laughs> I assume they were still working it out um why would you play I don't <laughs> maybe he you... forgot I mean lyrics. that's also very possible that's kind of a meme in itself that right. Reese doesn't know his own lyrics but like even the uh even the bridge which is right. like iconic <laughs> what i don't even know it's like he had like a few lines and just used them over and over for like the verses the chorus the bridge yeah. um clearly there was like not quite there there's greatness in the works um but uh yeah still yeah considering coming it was- together yeah, it was your it was your my number, number one. one one song from my number one album. Yeah, uh, does not make the top three for <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, well, naturally, because uh, yeah. All right, let's move but on the, to. I was just gonna say. Go, that, okay, I mean, say, he, go ahead. He calls it a new song, so this had to be '98 or earlier, probably earlier. Um, yeah, I would say definitely earlier if he doesn't even have the lyrics yet. Right. But, uh, you know, it's interesting to hear the crowd shouting along is fun. Yeah. That song obviously rules eventually. <laughs> yeah, he brings uh, the energy, that's for sure. Yeah, but he's he like, wah, 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 wah. Kids like something, things like something, something. Even little kids like something. Yeah, he literally yeah. wrote out yeah. like something, 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 <laughs> and just saying that. Yeah. All yeah. right. Um, four kids in Memphis. <laughs> My number one. <laughs> Four kids in Memphis should pay me five dollars. I love this song, yeah. He said they would pay me, and I want to buy a hot dog. <laughs> So uh, <laughs> the first of many 30 second silly songs. Right. Um, yeah, that, that <laughs> I want, did you find anything about that, about that song? No, no. <laughs> I want to know who those kids uh, in Memphis that screwed Reese out of the $5. <laughs> I do want to know that. Uh, it's literally the exact same song as uh, another one that we'll hear later. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure it's the exact same music as a, uh, Never ask us to play this, which we'll get to later. Right. Um, Mind for treason. Let's go. 
Oh, words as- <laughs> words aside, the song fucking rules. It's my number two. <laughs> okay, I wondered if it would make the cut. <laughs> oh my god, it's 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 amazing. It's so. It this is like. Uh, uh, shout out to Steve Steve Kravak, make pop punk Pantera again. <laughs> yeah, this I mean, is, there's not a lot of pop in there. No, well, no, this song is heavy as hell, man. It's so great. Yeah, oh, Andy, God. Andy tearing it up. Oh man, it's so is that good. Andy singing too? I assume. I, I don't know. I don't. I honestly don't know who uh, who who sings that song. No. Well. It's not my number two, but it is my number two um, silly song title name. <laughs> okay. So we, we said we were doing yeah. our three favorite songs and our three favorite song titles. And mine yep. for treason is just such a perfect sort of like young person, hardcore Christian yeah. <laughs> band song title yeah. where I'm like uh, very questionable lyrics <laughs> from this, from this uh, hardcore Christian band world here. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is and this is it's it's an, another one of the, kind of those judgy yeah, another I mean, one of those judgy tracks, but I mean there's that whole sort of like Christian hardcore subculture where it's like the secular world hates Christians. Right. But will rebel against that system. <laughs> yeah. Um I don't know. It's you really burned, something. You burned the truth with hate for fuel. <laughs> I mean, okay. <laughs> but the drums though. Yeah. The drums really make it uh, work for me so uh, yeah but i i will rebel it's treason i choose you can die by yourself but i will refuse it's the kind of thing that like sounds awesome when you're a teenager and you're like yeah, yeah. i'm not gonna be part of the system and then you get a little older <laughs> and you're like wait what am i, I took uh... it and threw it on the ground <laughs> exactly exactly you can't buy me hot dog man <laughs> yeah not a part of your system <laughs> you can't buy me secular society <laughs> Um, yeah. Happy birthday to the ground! <laughs> um, Shout out to the Lonely Island. So good. My dad's not a phone. <laughs> Duh! Uh, but I don't think, uh, I don't know, the Christian persecution complex no, uh, holds it's a, up it's, particularly well. It is a bad look, man. <laughs> I, it's like, oh man, we're only like 90% of the population. Right. Yeah. Um, I have to assume it's a little bit of an exhumator uh, flashback. Hell yeah. Um, especially when those horns come in, it's so surprising. You're like, oh, Dude, interesting. It's, it's great. <laughs> it, it is, is great. great. The way you, you're talking about the, about the horns on Marty, like uh-huh. the, the horns on my for treason. <laughs> so great. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you're convincing me. This might uh, sneak into my top. If, okay. Let's, okay. Let's just, uh, close your eyes. You're at the uh, Five Iron concert. <laughs> Unquestionably, uh, I would prefer this to rhubarb pie. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If this, if it, if they opened the, <laughs> oh my I god, would, I, I would, would lose, lose my, mind. my mind. My mind for treason. My I would lose it. <laughs> yeah, man. I, <laughs> we would be in the pit, and we'd be like. Ugh. We're like we're gonna burn this pit with uh, our with hate for fuel, man. <laughs> we might have to uh, message Andy and just be like, <laughs> "Tell us more about this." Also, can you play it at some point? <laughs> yeah, this is like his worst nightmare now, musically <laughs> or lyrically. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 a it there. It's a bummer. But anyway, um, let's move on to. And we're four songs in, <laughs> or I mean, a few more, but you know. This is cool enough for you on Xanax. 
listen to no. i think i think we get the yeah. it's it's so slow and it's so weirdly it's not even that much slower but it's just that slow enough that it just it, like drags it feels like it drags <laughs> yeah it yeah. uh i mean again this is my number one from that album but uh right does not make the cuts here yeah it's yeah i'm i'm so happy with the changes that they that oh, they man. made and i don't know if it was misaki lu or who it was that kind of helped yeah um tighten tighten these songs up but <laughs> there's another one a couple songs from now where i'm like it literally hurts me that they are playing <laughs> it at that uh pace so we'll get there yeah, yeah. uh anything else you want to say about cool enough for you no <laughs> no and this is a, another curious addition the snare track from St. Anger? <laughs> well, I walked into the room and she was right there waiting, leaning up against the bar when she was perpetrating. Slick as not her spandex and blacker than some coal. She said her gaze upon my booty with disco in her soul. got a little dicky barrett thing going on there yeah that's interesting for a second yeah um i mean it sounds much tighter than cool enough for you yeah uh, they, that third world that that sounded way tighter than yeah, yeah than fistful <laughs> and, <laughs> yes yeah now, more album ready if you ask me yes i love the song you do not um don't besmirch my name it's just not my <laughs> I said, if you go back and check the tape, okay, I said sorry. it was a a curious album closer for sure. the fir- for the first uh, for the first record, um, and I, I think it's just a uh, I think it's a an interesting song at all, but um, sure. I don't dislike it. It's just it, it's uh, not it's not my I know I know some people really like the song. It's not yeah. like in my top five sure. yeah, in, yeah. Uh, on that record or anything, but. Yeah, I, I like it a lot. I think it definitely works better in the final version. <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, you know, interesting. Yep. Um, now, now something painful. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. Oh, no. It's so slow. Woo-hoo. <laughs> oh, man. It physically it hurts. hurts. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. 
Do you know how I can tell this song is too slow? I can understand like <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the lyrics perfectly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't need that. No, no. <laughs> oh man, I I don't I I'm I'm genuinely curious about who's like guys like fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I make it snappy am here. So glad they made that decision. Whoever they were, man. Can um, you can you just imagine like it like that being the out if if this their first open, opener. It's Be so like, skip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then so just just to compare. It's so they they shaved like over thirty seconds off the song, which yeah. is quite which is quite a bit for a song that's you know <laughs> two minutes or no. two and a half minutes long. You know, yeah. it's, I, um, it's just funny because it's this is the first song of theirs I ever heard, and yeah. it was the one that made me be like, oh shit, like I am into this band, and yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the first song on that album, which yeah. I love that album. But so imagine if my intro to the band and if the first song on that record sounded the way that it did, I would just like, I mean, it makes a world of difference that it yeah. ended up sounding the way it did. There's Huge. also some uh, retro- record scratches in the bridge. Yes. <laughs> also glad they got rid of that. Oh my God, right? Um, <laughs> what? No. What? No. No. The fuck. <laughs> Fellas. No. <laughs> My dudes. <laughs> My dudes. Masaki maybe sat them down and was like, I have some notes. <laughs> he's like, he's like, do you know what we should do for the tape for the song? <laughs> Ooh. Burn it. Yep. Where am I? Is this is this five art? Uh, I have <laughs> Three eleven. I, I have some thoughts. Um, this intro mm-hmm. is like a mashup to me of Someday by Sugar Ray and <laughs> yeah. in, In Too Deep by Sum 41. Mm. Uh, oh, no, you do, you do, you do. I'm going to okay. pull, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to pull these up just so for, for reference. Is it Once. the one that goes... Because you don't <laughs> no. know what it's all. We love when old people fall. No, <laughs> that's no. <laughs> oh yes, of course. How could I forget this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> and um, and then Sugar Ray. Every morning when I wake up, it's a monkey, and I got another. Right, right, right. Oh, oh. Oh, right. 
shout out to those songs that yeah have not been in my brain in many years no but that that was like the first thing i yeah 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 i mean i kind of feel like with some more development something interesting might have come out of this yeah it sounds unlike any other five iron it, has doesn't, these, like, it doesn't sound like five iron at all. No, it has these very kind of jammy, chilled out verses and then super heavy <laughs> chorus. Yeah. It just feels so 90s in that way where it's like, right. it kind of sounds like when the grunge sound sort of hit the <laughs> Christian rock, rock world, you know? It, it's uh, almost like a they were trying to do the quiet, loud, quiet right, thing. Right, right, right. Yeah, 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 exactly. To your point about grunge. Right, right, right. Um, but. Yeah, it was uh, It was recorded in 95 for their first demo, um, which was never released. And here's a quote that Reese had about it. <laughs> Thank God it wasn't. The song suffers from suction, <laughs> uh, which is funny. Um, That's, that is funny. It's just like such an interesting <laughs> time capsule of... Uh, two different distinct 90s sounds mashed together. Um, yeah. But I got to say, when it gets to the like, they're like, yeah, I'm kind of, kind of into it. Yeah. yeah. Those horns can make a difference, man. They really spice things up. Yeah. <laughs> Similar uh, vibes on the next song. This is a really, really rough demo. Yeah. Jenny's got a grip on a rush for life. It's like some smoke from the dump in his pipe. Wrapped around his fingers and this is losing slack. Struggling. Um, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I think there are, there's some things here that Fire Iron would develop better in other songs eventually. Yeah. Um, this feels another sort of like grungy nineties vibe. Um, and also in terms of them just being really young, cause it's like, it has that sort of the Lord is the truth and the sin of this world (laughs) vein of like no nuance whatsoever. Right. Um, where it's like there's this druggy guy, <laughs> you know, like just Sally spells success M O N E Y. Yeah, again, like Reese would get she to steps it. on some toes. <laughs> it's an eye for an eye. He would get to explore that material in a more thoughtful way eventually. Yeah, um, but yeah, I like those uh, shout along gang folks a little bit. Yeah. Those are kind of money fun. means nothing from a forty floor drop. Ooh, oh, drop man. that mic. <laughs> um. I don't know. I kind of like the horn parts. It's kind of interesting. I don't know. It's yeah. Yeah. I assume this is also from that same demo or at least that same period where it's like, this is a band sort of like finding what they're going to be. Um, yeah. and it's sort of interesting cause it's like weirdly ambitious, even if it doesn't work. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, interesting. Yeah. Interesting is good. 
word <laughs> for it. Yeah. Um, and going back to a similar sounding song. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. From Stop this point asking on, them to play the joke songs is yeah, the is the joke of this song. And also, it's 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 so it's it's kind of funny to me that the never ask us to play this uh, precedes like twenty tracks of just bullshit. <laughs> you know? totally. Yeah. From this point on, it's exclusively joke songs that yeah. uh, we can't ask them to play. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if that was like that's kind of the intro track. <laughs> right, it's yeah, like, exactly. It's like just so you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The real sort of B sides and things are over, and now it's just bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's a two-minute song about dog food. <laughs> we can probably skip some of this intro a little bit. Hey, everybody, go on together. It's my dog food. Gang vocals about dog food. I mean, perfect. And yeah, it's it's, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of fun musically. It is kind of a fun it. song musically. Yeah. Um, if I play dog, dog food, food, I wouldn't mind. Good for girls and boys. Most kids like it more than broccoli. <laughs> I went to the like uh, song meetings website <laughs> for the lyrics for this one. Yeah, because it's kind of interesting to see what people say in comments sometimes. And it was all people talking about the times that they'd eaten dog food as kids. <laughs> so there's that. Alpo kibble, Iams, Purina, milk bone, soup bone, horse meat. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of these songs are food themed, as is their way. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, that's that one. <laughs> I feel pretty good today. You gotta hear the ending. 
let me. Oh man. Yeah, um, I, I don't totally understand, but it's funny because it's like it's actually kind of nice, like the song. Yeah, <laughs> it's like this kind of thirty seconds. And then donkey. Of, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like this sort of Joy Electric, uh, Brave Saint Saturn vibe. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they even kind of end on these nice ascending chords that kind of yeah. sound like a uh, banner year, you know, where he's like, hold your faith. And then immediate lengthy donkey braying <laughs> and funny closing guitar notes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, I like, um, I think the, uh, they did this intentionally to, like to to have a song titled "When I See Her Face" between <laughs> dog, dog food and Abraham Lincoln Beard One. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thinking that you're gonna get like a sincere song. Right, right. right. You're like, and oh, then, this is kind of nice. This is yeah. kind of pretty. And then, <laughs> oh, sucker. It's a uh, it's the same sample as uh, Jackass by Beck. That donkey sample that closes that song. Just uh, wanted to mention that. <laughs> you and your uh, you and your you know beck no i, like I, don't, I don't i don't know anything about beck other than Good like so my best friends. And Odal. <laughs> i thought that was moby <laughs> uh, he's canceled <laughs> oh yikes <laughs> Wilford Wilford Brimley Sandwich, <laughs> Snowmobile of Franklin, Ninja Force 5000, Abraham Lincoln Beard. Uh, I, so this is the first part in what will be a three-part opus. Um, <laughs> of Abraham Lincoln Beard. Of Abraham Beard. Lincoln Beard. And I got to say, like, I kind of love all of these. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I, I I mean, if anything, it's given us <laughs> Wilford Brimley Sandwich, which I, I call... Of Franklin. I, I call I call Wilford Brimley sandwich as a band name. <laughs> Ooh, that's yeah, good call. Yeah, um, yeah. Snowmobile of Franklin is it like Franklin's snowmobile? Uh, is Franklin the brand of snowmobile? Unclear. Um, I don't. Does the does like the snowmobile live in Franklin, Tennessee? <laughs> yeah, it could be <laughs> snowmobile <laughs> of Franklin. It's like it'd be like John John of Palatine or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, <laughs> right. like snowmobile of Franklin. <laughs> Franklin. I love it. Whatever. Or it is. maybe it's like it's you know off red. You know, like from yeah, exactly. <laughs> from Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Tale. Oh. Um, it's it's just you know it's of Franklin. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs>
craze. It's my, it's my number three. Is it really? Oh yes. my goodness, that's wonderful. <laughs> I, I think this song is so uh, amazingly weird oh my and, gosh. and so you funny. like this more than Marty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I... I just I I find myself being like <laughs> money praise, money <laughs> praise. Oh man, it is really and then, wonderful. And then like <laughs> people of Earth. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty uh, good. Apparently, uh, this is just Micah and Sunny singing. Um, <laughs> Sunny is singing the high pitched <laughs> lady part. <laughs> um, yeah, it's pretty wonderful. Um, yeah. So wait, did you did you say your number two already? Mind for yes. treason. Yeah, of course. How could I forget that? Yeah. Um, all right. Well, both of our number, both of our top threes are done. So <laughs> yeah, that that tension is gone. <laughs> you uh, don't have to. You don't have to worry about. Um, <laughs> you know, stinky hippie being my. Uh... <laughs> like actually, if you really think about it, there's a lot going on here. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Uh, all right. Give me back my sandwich. Give me back my sandwich. So let's um, let's dive into the sociopolitical implications. If, what does the sandwich represent? Yeah, um, is this Bobby or Billy's or Timmy's sandwich? <laughs> Bobby uh, makes another appearance later. Um, he does. Yeah. I. Uh, it's interesting that you said the thing about Dickie Barrett because um, Keith said that this was an ode to the Mighty Mighty Bostones. <laughs> so I assume that uh, he's kind of aping the voice there. Give me back my sandwich. <laughs> And Which when, is pretty good. I forget what the other one was that you said. I'm wondering, like, what the ode is. It's it's a four second. <laughs> Give four second. me back. Oh, I should also say that this is my um, number three favorite song title. <laughs> okay, okay. We haven't. Uh, oh, oh, this is yeah. This is my number three too. Okay, good. My number three um, <laughs> song title. Yeah, the my yeah number three silly song title. We perfect. Uh, perfect. Yeah, I have. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm curious. What was your what was your number two? My or you, that was your number two for silly. Yeah. Okay. I haven't gotten right, to my so, number one yet. Okay, we have not gotten to my mine either. <laughs> All right. This uh, is so stupid. <laughs> Um, I, uh, I feel like there was some potential lyrically for this song. Uh, Keith is a vegetarian, not vegan because he drinks his dairy. And he's not like me, who also eats meat. He protests the war with the sandals on his feet. Um, but then helpless vegetables are trapped for killing only them. You should be slapped. At least a cow can run and be free. Omnivores for mediocrity. It loses uh, me, loses me on the second, (laughs) on the second verse. Yeah. As a vegetarian and vegan, uh, we are, (laughs) we are burned by this. Um, we, uh, this also reminds me of what's the real big fish song where he's like all the vegans in the house. (laughs) 
you know what I'm talking about? I don't. Oh man. Um, I gotta find it. Cause it's very similar vibes. Um, Oh yeah. Say 10 is the name of the song. And he's like, uh, she's not eating bacon, not eating sausage. And then at the end he's like, um, talking about how all the vegetables are screaming and dying. And anyway, <laughs> Great. yeah, good reference. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 it's stupid. That's a dumb, it's a dumb <laughs> argument. It's this dumb. is more than anybody has ever talked about this song. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, okay. Uh, this is my this is my num- this is my number one for a silly song, song title. Yeah, that's great. That's good. That's good. <laughs> I just, I love, I love how chaotic it is and how they like feign trying to play some sort of a chord. Right, right, right. That tastes tastes horrible. Oh, man. man. Good stuff. Uh, On to, do you have anything you want to say about that tastes horrible? (laughs) No. Okay, uh, this is my number two for uh, for song titles. Like, that's my number one. <laughs> so this is no grandma equals no grandma. Spelled N O grandma equals K N O W grandma. Yeah, uh, it's mainly my favorite because I have to assume it's a variation on that. Like no, no God, no, yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> There's, no grandma um, equals no grandma. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. The, uh, I, there is literally a. Um, a church that I drive by um, going to one of my friend's places that has that no God, no peace, like uh-huh. in 2020, like <laughs> yeah, currently right, right now. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. When they put this out, they're like, Ooh, yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> Mike drop. <laughs> oh man. He gets in some phantom mullet screams here. It's nice I, to hear. Yeah. I'm into it. I love the, <laughs> I'll always take some Reese metal screams. Of course. Uh, (laughs) Sticky hippie. You have any thoughts on, um, Yet another reggae influenced. <laughs> yeah, yeah. More questionable white Rasta <laughs> accent. At least it's supposed to be funny here. Yeah. Um, but I think I think that's Brad coming in at the end. I don't know. Or maybe it's Reese. Um, but I love the, the perspiration. That's <laughs> <laughs> just so stupid. I love how often like hippies and sort of like reggae white culture are like a target for them because it must be like. I have to assume that's kind of a Denver vibe. <laughs> um, but boy, they sure are like a, a subject of ridicule for them all the time. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, now yeah. on to the second movement yes. of Abraham Lincoln Beard. Salivating <laughs> digesting all the oatmeal. 
falling off of a love It sounded like Leonore in there. Uh, Yeah, it could be. Digesting Um, all the oatmeal. (laughs) I just, I want to know how this happened. Like, uh, I don't know. It was just completely off the top of his head and they were just kind (laughs) of vibing out. But one would imagine, you know, it's an Uh, important chapter in the trilogy, kind of a bridge between the the first and third movements. So. I mean, some people say some people say the second <laughs> chapter is is the best of the trilogy. Yeah, it's pretty dark. This is the this is the Empire Strikes Back right, of yeah. Abraham Lincoln Beard. Just like you know, the ending is pretty pretty rough. Is this James Brown? So I I sent I sent this to you the other day that uh-huh. somebody on I don't know I didn't I didn't look genius, at, right? genius it was genius someone had phonetically spell out the lyrics <laughs> oh, of man. this entire song. Shout out to that person. Whoever whoever took the time to write out nimin 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 na uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Obi Obi of the Guga Zapo nip the mip pit Yeah do nip the pit pit so good. I had the same note that this like has to be a, a version of the james brown snl sketch right like the it's too hot in the hot tub (laughs) Um, yeah it's 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 pretty funny it's pretty good (laughs) and now uh hello goes on for so long <laughs> this that should be about as long as it should have been <laughs> it's like two, two minutes, and a half more minutes. <laughs> two minutes and 43 seconds and she stays on the phone <laughs> you still there off you It's kind of like unlistenable, but it's also funny. <laughs> it's it is uh, it's uh, it's the most unbearable track on the record. <laughs> it's basically just a prank call. Uh, yes, and uh, it goes on so long. <laughs> but you know, I was waiting for I, w- I was waiting for them to be like, "Hey, this is you know whatever. It's right, a right. joke. Never but comes. Nope. They just laugh. Also, I don't know who that is. <laughs> I have no Shout idea. Shout out to Althea for being a good sport. <laughs> Yeah. 
James, <laughs> James Hetfield on the track. Exactly. Uh, that's How's About Ooh. Some Milk. It's a nice follow-up to Give Me Back My Sandwich. <laughs> um, it's, uh, you know, again, this is like, I wonder if they were just sort of going over an instrumental part, <laughs> um, genuinely practicing a little part, and Reese was just like <laughs> singing at top of them. Because <laughs> I don't know. In the beginning, Sonny's like, make sure to pause a little longer after that. And he's like, okay, Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> I don't know. I like yeah, it. I, a part of me wonders, like, I have a theory that, like, as they're trying to, as they're practicing and trying to work on some stuff, maybe Reese just sings, like, uh, yes. like scratch vocals just to, I like, so. yeah. just to, like, <laughs> uh, see if it works. And then Wilfred Brimley sandwich, et cetera. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's my band name. You can't. You can't oh yeah, sorry, sorry. Trademark. It's um, <laughs> Ducky Basketball. Ducky <laughs> Basketball. It is the best of all, as we know. Um, it's a nice little hardcore song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Five I, seconds. Um, I'd like to know the rules of Donkey Basketball. Is it? Uh... Oh man, do you remember? Speaking of SNL sketches, um, I'm riding my donkey. <laughs> <laughs> there was a, an SNL sketch called I'm Riding My Donkey Political Talk Show. And it was like, the idea was that it was like a kind of Sunday morning, meet the press style politics roundtable. Yeah. But they were all riding donkeys. Um, <laughs> the donkeys would kind of wander off the set and they'd be like, the thing about the economy lately. And then um, there was a theme song that was like, I'm riding my donkey political talk show. Anyway, this, donkey this basketball, sounds, maybe this similar. sounds like either like an Andy Samberg sketch or <laughs> it was uh, well before that, but oh, in, was that, it? in that vein. Yes. Yes. Anyway, whoever, whoever did the like <clears throat> absurdist stuff back in whatever era that was. <laughs> yeah. And I, I really, now I want to find the song. Cause it's like, and I'm riding like, and talking, I'm riding and talking, I'm riding my donkey. <laughs> Anyway. Could have been like a Dana Carvey. Yeah, it could uh, be. What was it? What was uh, it oh, called? Will Ferrell. Um, I'm riding my donkey. Political talk show. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, here's them riding their donkeys. Anyway, <laughs> I recommend finding it. Okay. Uh, anyway, shall we move on to yes? Screams in the night. Screams in the night. It definitely is kind of like misfitsy. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking like I, I was like trying to think if it was like the misfits or like the casualties where it's just like sure. just the chorus is just just gang vocals, right, which yeah. is a lot of what um kind of street punk it, right, bands right, are. Yeah. It's just like everybody's singing in the same key loudly together right. and having it having the words he screams in the night come on let's scream out into the night is also pretty misfitsy <laughs> so, True. if they played this live i wouldn't be mad let's just say that <laughs> yeah um did you did you already do your top 
three so- song titles? So the song names, yeah. It was uh, No Grandma Equals No Grandma, yeah. Mind for Treason, and Give Me Back My Sandwich. Okay, okay. Um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is an honorable mention. Poodermobile. Definitely. <laughs> Literally just a riff and then re-sing Poodermobile. <laughs> the whole thing. Uh, I think waffle. these lyrics, yes, yes, please read them. <laughs> waffle of the Ancients. <laughs> Way too much of Bobby laying in the gutter. Abraham Lincoln Beard. Waffle of the Ancients would is gonna and open and up is gonna yes. open up open up for Wilfred Brimley sandwich. Exactly. That's kind of like more the metal-y opener to Wilfred Brimley Sandwich's uh <laughs> more punk. Yeah. Thing. Exactly. Uh, yeah, bringing Bobby back here, stirring conclusion to the opus. Um, yeah, just waffle of the ancients is truly <laughs> mwah, chef's kiss. Yeah. Yes, please. <laughs> waffle of the ancients. It's, I, I, I want to, I just feel like there's more there. There's more. Th- there's so much room to explore in that universe. <laughs> what oh, recipe do the ancient, is it, is it a waffle that is worshipped? Yeah. Is it, what would be, a, what would be Franklin? your, <laughs> what would be your waff, your ancient waffle recipe? That's going to be our question of the week. Yes. <laughs> Send us your ancient waffle recipes, yeah. magnifiedpot at gmail.com. Yes. Speaking of recipes. Now, um, unless this is Micah, which I don't think it is, no. uh, extremely questionable accent there. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I, uh, Reese does a lot of questionable yes. Yes, cultural appropriation. <laughs> um, and I just like wonder, like, if the, the Latinx members of the band are co signing his uh <laughs> soon to be on board i do uh, appreciate he says borracho bailando con tu esposa which you know i think means drunk dancing with your wife uh, <laughs> which is pretty great uh, i don't know is this where the mayo obsession began was it already I in think full one, swing i think one would have to assume that this is the where this all began yeah five iron and mayonnaise now are like um, you know, one and the same, one of the iconic duos of all time. So yeah. Name a more iconic duo. <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> um, chew water. Gross. That don't Oh, it's so bad. 
ending there yeah Casey, Casey didn't catch that he says he took his cousin Cletus's chew water drunk it all up but now I got cancer of the esophagus <laughs> it's a tough ending it's a tough ending <laughs> and it's a tough visual <laughs> yeah it's so gross at first when I was like chew water I was like oh interesting like you chew water and I was like oh no like chew water then like gross. chewing tobacco yes. spit Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> awful but do you know Everyone. what's uh do you know what I love this is some sweet some sweet riffage but it goes on for a long time this metal rules and thea and the singing telegram are two songs that should have been um Shortened by minutes. Scooby ba ba ba. This reminds me. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Yeah, it reminds me of um, when I was little. I would make like fake radio shows. Oh, Uh, same, same, very same. (laughs) Yeah, and I don't know if you had this, but I had like the double tape deck boombox. Oh hell yeah! so, So you could speed up. Uh, the vocals so i would often do like you know alvin and the chipmunks style uh funny characters and sing over songs and things like that and this is a uh, very much in that world yeah <laughs> so, oh man that should be a, a a special unreleased episode if we can unearth some of the old tapes from our youth oh uh, man um like proto podcasts i did a lot of that back in the day <laughs> and they're all on cassettes and I have no way of listening to them now. Oh, good point. Good point. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> what if we, if I found some of those tapes and I could like take them someplace in to have them digitized. Oh, there you go. Oh God, that would be so embarrassing. <laughs> so I mean, embarrassing. At this point on the podcast, we're kind of, what else do I, you have to list? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, fair, fair. I mean, I've, I, there's plenty of, uh, there's plenty of, I'll, I'll just say there's plenty of evidence against against this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, Scooby bow bow bow. That's the closing song. <laughs> Five Iron is stupid. <laughs> Let's just listen to this again. <laughs> you are you like them also too you. yeah pretty great but also <laughs> this is the bonus track yeah <laughs> oh man <laughs> 30, literally just 30, 30 seconds, seconds of, of him screaming, screaming. <laughs> oh boy have you <laughs> um that reminds me of an episode of How I Met Your Mother. Did you ever watch How I Met Your Mother? Not uh, consistently, no. There was a uh, there was an episode where <laughs> there was a <laughs> Marshall went to a play. Uh, the, this is uh, Jason Siegel's mm-hmm. uh, character with Allison Hannigan's character, 
Um, <laughs> they're out of play. Is it, is it just screaming? <laughs> the guy holds up a show bill that says just screaming. <laughs> That's a pretty good joke. Yeah. Oh, man. Is it just screaming? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's my reaction when listening to this bonus track. Yeah. Um, well, that's it. That's yeah, Jesus that's, of Nazareth. That, that's Jesus. And uh, there is a second coming. There um, is. But... Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. Do you have you listened to that? Um, there are significantly less tracks. Oh, hmm. they're only <laughs> not as interested. <laughs> you want you want thirty four more tracks of uh... <laughs> screaming and nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, it's uh, it's the best. <laughs> I could use like another hour of that. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm gonna make one of those YouTube videos where it's just five hours of of just scooby de bop 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 on a loop on a loop and kind of like somebody who did the like 12 hours of the of the Tom DeLonge verse from I Miss You <laughs> exactly um, all right well thanks for hanging in there with us I had a lot of fun doing this yeah this is fun it was fun episode <laughs> it was something even even if there are not a lot of so- songs that I take away from this album is like, oh man, I want to hear all of these at right. the next, you know, but I would, if honestly, Kamikaze, Mind for Treason, Marty. Praise the Lord. Know, praise the Lord, obviously. <laughs> uh, mm. If I heard any of these at a, a show, I would not, I would not be upset. Totally. No, for sure. And uh, yeah, I'm grateful to have uh some of that knowledge of the band's past in my brain now in a way that I didn't before so yeah shout out to cheeses all right well next time it'll be a little more <laughs> normal record <laughs> i'm very eager to re-listen to this one um yeah. revisit it and go through it with everybody but if you want to share your thoughts on cheeses you can do so around social meds at magnified pod on instagram twitter and facebook uh, subscribe to our pod if you haven't already and give us a rating or a review wherever you get your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, etc. You can email us at magnifiedpod at gmail.com. You can leave us a voicemail. Hey. Um, we're not exclusively a Danny Stairs voicemail line. 872 <laughs> 762 4763 877 MAGPOD. You can support us over at patreon.com slash magnified pod. Pick up some merch at com. And uh, thanks to Shadow Producer on Original Vinyl. And thanks to Heavy Ordnance Studios and Danny Lurie for our artwork. Well, time is winding down, but only for this episode. We want you to be found to join the next episode when we'll discuss The End is Near. That tastes
Oh man, God, you might that's, be right. real... that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking good, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> into Andy, it. the beast.